Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Well, hey there. Welcome to another Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW. Sometimes it's something that we've learned. Maybe it's something we've struggled with. We overthink all the time, but that's okay because we are not hiding. We are not trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. So on today's Real WW Talk, there are many variations of healthy and everyone's thoughts about what is healthy is different. Low carb, low sugar, no fruit, etc. So we are going to talk about what healthy means to us. Are you ready? Let's talk. Hello, welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. It was almost like we forgot our order for a hot second there. What in the world just happened to us? <laughs> you just didn't see that we were doing, we're doing dances to our intro song. We're just over here. <laughs> Got it. Here it is. Which I, I should probably update that because that was a couple hairstyles ago for me. And- I like it still. I like it. <laughs> like, no, I, do I don't want to do it. Yes. <laughs> oh, we could do it like seasons. Okay, sorry. You know how like like season one, and then they show it, and then like Mickey Mouse Club, and then oh, everyone. That's right. Okay. <laughs> well, hey there. <laughs> if you're brand new to Real WW Talk, um, welcome to stumbling in with us here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we're so glad you're here. Um, we're just a couple friends who met in the WW meeting space and are all along a kind of a similar journey, but we're both definitely have different approaches um, to, you know, what we're doing on our WW journey because we are three very unique individuals. And I guarantee that you will probably find a little bit of your story uh, in each of us in some way, shape or form, because we're not all not that different. Yeah. <laughs> we're all unique individuals, but not that unique. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, so today, today, ladies, I listen, I always I want to reframe things. I'd like to keep things really positive, but I want to talk about some tea first. Okay. So That's a good. couple weeks back at the beginning of the year, did you see, you know, WW made their little partnership with Baked um, by Melissa with like the little mm-hmm. tiny cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And Ricky, you and I, when we went to New York a couple of years ago, we had those tiny yes. tiny and yeah, and even when I went a year ago, I got them again because they're they're. I think they sell regular size things, but I think they're known for the mini cupcakes and, and middle yeah. of Times Square and 
wonderful. Right. I got them because there's no way I like I've made mini cup, you know, there's like, you know, a normal cupcake pan and then there's like the miniature. These are half the size of that. I don't want to ever clean that pan in my <laughs> life. Right. I will go buy them from someone else who made them, but there's no way I'm going it's to the way them. you're doing your hand really how small they are. Cause that looks they're, like ridiculous. They're, they're so tiny. Yeah. Think of a mini muffin. Think of the mini muffin pan. Right. And the size that comes out with a mini muffin, cut that in half. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> so WW did a thing with, uh, with Melissa, you know, the tiny, tiny cupcakes. So I was like back at the beginning of January or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I saw them post like another recipe that was like a really fun and delicious, like, wow. Okay. Get it. WW. This is a fun recipe. And then I saw like another one or two people that they've hired as influencers. I'm not going to name names. Okay. But then I started reading through the comments and y'all people were coming for WW's um, sugar, flour, and fat reserves. (laughs) Hardcore. Hardcore. Mm -hmm. And so like the biggest complaints were this is not healthy. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be encouraging us to eat this. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be working with this person because they're skinny, regardless mm-hmm. that that person had already lost 80 pounds, but you can't work with them mm-hmm. because they're skinny, right? Like just criticisms, like from all of these other ends or that person's not healthy. I'm like, what's my legs looked as unhealthy as her legs, you know? <laughs> so it just made me think about the definitions that we have around healthy and the expectations that we have around what is healthy and what isn't healthy, and even the conversation of should WW be doing partnerships with cupcake companies? For one, mm-hmm. I think it's great because it moves along further to where W's talked about having balance with things. Mm-hmm. And if they they're not saying that you can't have, you know, cupcakes, even mini cupcakes, they're giving points for them. Like I I don't know. I think it's great. What do you guys mm-hmm. think? You know, I was, I think I read through all the comments because again, I love the tea. I, that made <laughs> my whole day. All I did, I was like, hold on one more. <laughs> okay. um, but I can understand the perspective of some who came, who said, I know you people shouldn't, they should know that people on WW could never just have one of those mini cupcakes. Like the challenge mm-hmm. is the number. But right. I think you have to remember that the program is designed for like, the con- overall consensus in mind. And if you have an issue with you would eat 25 cupcakes in one sitting, that might just be your thing. And mm-hmm. you have to, they, they're kind of marketing to the masses, right? Um, I think it's great to be able to, to, to show that you can have some things that are in balance. Cause I think that that's what I did wrong on my first journey with WW is I tried to have mm-hmm. things that I considered to be healthy, which was only fruits and vegetables. And I would only eat plain oatmeal with nothing in it. And it, it, it wasn't sustainable for me. So mm-hmm. I, I like that they're trying to branch out and have some different partnerships and try some things, but I can understand some of the backlash too, because I think that a lot of people aren't there in terms yeah. of how they understand health and what healthy is. Um, I, I, that makes a lot of sense, Candice. And I don't know, this saying comes to mind that applies to the field I work in. I'm a special education teacher. And one of the sayings we have is when, when you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. And I want to say that about this, about 
WW. When you've met one WW member, you've met one WW member. So I think maybe they're realizing that and saying, hey, you know, we're not going to shove these down your throat, <laughs> literally or figuratively, but we're going but to. But if you wanted like, to, you could. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but but there, there's a market. It is a business. Um that markets to different people. And, and one person on real WW talk might say, or the real does one person on WW might say, I can do this. I can have these cupcakes. I can pour some out. I saw someone commenting saying, Oh, they freeze really well. You can put them in the freezer, have one when you want them. I know for me, uh, no, that wouldn't work. I would, they would be gone very quickly. Um, so I know that there's different people within the, program. And I think that they're, you know, from a marketing standpoint, WW sees that and it's marketing towards the different people who are on the plan. Mm-hmm. And you know, something Ricky that I didn't think about that they also did, because I was trying to remember all the feedback that was given is Baked by Melissa also does salads. Like she's big mm-hmm. on making these really healthy salads that have, um, are really small and they're one to three points, the salads. And I think that was them trying to show balance. You can have a cupcake or you could have a salad. She does both. And these both are tools that you could use. And that's why they thought probably that it would be a good partnership because mm-hmm. sometimes you have a salad, sometimes you have a cupcake. Mm-hmm. And I think I love what you said about, you know, one person is you can't just make a decision on from marketing or from a business perspective based on just one person. Yes, we know that it's a weight loss company and that there's certain things that are, I guess, you know, needed in terms of calorie deficits. But I think they thought a one to three point cupcake and a one to three point salad, you know, made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ricky, I really love that you've met one WW member. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that is so, I think that's so great because mm-hmm. we aren't all alike. And why should somebody be penalized versus over maybe me who can't? at a particular time, eat just one? Why should they not have the luxury or the benefit um, because I can't control myself? That's a me issue. That's not a them issue, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't know. I appreciate members who are saying, hey, you can freeze them. Hey, you can do this, like providing Mm -hmm. alternates. The reality is we don't want alternates. We just want to eat all the cupcakes. And that's why we're on the program. But mm-hmm. I think also it's like, Aaron, if you were to be upset, I mean, you're gluten-free. If you were to be like, I cannot believe that they would put out recipes that do not have gluten-free options. Like, I am offended. Right. I, I, I think that sometimes we take it to a different level, but we also don't really, it kind of goes back to the question that I want to push us to, what is even healthy? Like, what does what does right. health mean? Like, mm-hmm. is it that it's a fruit or a vegetable or a simple car? Because depending on a plan... Let's just talk about all the different plans that are out there for weight loss. Mm. You compare five plans and there's five different explanations for if you're healthy and doing it right. Mm-hmm. Is it low carb? Is it low sugar? Does it have gluten? Does it not have gluten? It's like, I get confused about, and that's why I chose WW because I can't figure out for the life of me what actually healthy is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels like it changes every every week in the mainstream think- yeah, and I think that applies to working out on on plan too. You know, some people feel like they're not doing effective exercise if they're not running or if they're not doing high intensity cardio. 
Um, and I'm, I'm glad to see a lot of people pushing lately for just walking, <laughs> just how the importance of walking. But I think that goes back to what does it mean to be healthy from a fitness standpoint, too? Like, does it have to be you have to do strength training in addition to whatever you're doing? Can you walk and can you or do you need to run? Like, and I think that applies to different people in different ways. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, let me ask you guys, what does healthy mean to you? Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. For me, I think it means sticking to what I've decided I'm going to do as far as the plan. So it means sticking to my points. It means having a, a good amount of water. For So for me, that's going to be, you know, whatever I go by the 50% in ounces um, of, of my water for, you know, of my weight for my daily water. Um, and it's going to be having some type of activity on a regular basis. Right now, I'm trying to go for three uh, three workouts between 30 minutes or 45 minutes a day for three days a week. So sorry, three, three days a week of workouts, um, working up to five. But right now it's three. Um, and it changes from time to time, depending on, you know, what my goals are. And um, yeah, just having activity, not sitting too much and tracking, um, that's healthy for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mine is, I, I have tried to make it as simplistic in my mind as possible. It's that old staying, eat food, not too much, mostly plants. Like <laughs> it seems to work for me um, because it fits in with, with the plan that I've chosen, which is Weight Watchers. Uh, as long as I am not eating out of emotion, um, and being intentional with the meals that I'm making, usually eating more, mostly at more at home than out, mm-hmm. those things make me feel better. You know, it's, so for me, it's, it's about balance, being able to fit in the things that to me, um, make this plan livable so that sometimes I might eat out. Sometimes I, I, I won't drinking and mo- drinking a lot of water and moving more, uh, I think making it that easy for myself and not making anything off limits has really made it feel healthy to me. Health to me is not eliminating food groups unless a doctor has told me that I must like, and you have to follow doctor's advice and nutritionists and different things. Like I've been on the cancer journey. So sugar is something that I have to be careful with because it's just been part of my health journey. Um, and what my doctor and I have spoken about. So I think that you have to be able to fit those things in um, and not make it, you know, universal to everybody because some people can have a lot of sugar, I guess, or have more sugar than I can and still feel healthy. So I would never label sugar as like an enemy. And I think that's where you kind of have the problem is that people take what's personal to them and they make it a universal, universal. a universal truth. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I don't 
have to have cauliflower pizza crust all the time because I don't really have a gluten, a, a requirement that I can't have gluten, but I might choose to ha- not have it all the time. Like, mm-hmm. but that's not because I feel like it's the only way to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And I picked on that, Aaron, because I know you've talked about with the gluten and no, because that's a big thing. My yeah. husband has decided that he's cut out gluten. And I sometimes wondered, like, am I a bad person if I don't? If I choose not to, but that's what I'm saying. Like in this, in this kind of culture, it could be that that's not healthy. If you have gluten, if people feel that way, you know, and then I feel guilt when I do. For me, I'm like, if you can eat gluten, eat it genuinely. Cause not thinking about it in terms of gluten, but thinking about terms of wheat, like wheat can Mm -hmm. be healthy. Mm -hmm. There are some of us whose bodies can't process gluten. And Mm -hmm. I think it actually can do you more harm to eliminate specific food groups um, then, especially when it comes to something like gluten, I think there are, there are pros to, uh, eliminating dairy because dairy, um, something that increase increases, um, mucus in your body. Um, mm-hmm. so there can be pros. I mean, a lot of Mariah Carey, Yala <laughs> Mariah mm-hmm. and, um, who else? Celine Dion. I know they don't because as vocalists, it creates mucus and that gets in the way of them having the best vocals. Right. So there can be, you know, depending on what kind of dairy and stuff like that. Yeah, I can get that if it affects performance and job and whatnot. Um, for me, I think when I think about health, what feels healthy to me, what is healthy to me are me living best practices that cause me to have peace inside. Mm-hmm. That's probably how I would classify health. So if I eat this thing, am I able to eat it in freedom? Am I not going to sit there and beat myself up over and over? You shouldn't have had this. You had too many of it. Or if I'm sitting there looking at, I've had two gluten-free Oreos, double stuff Oreos, which by the way, are delicious. <laughs> and I want to go back for a third, And but I start to question myself in my mind. What I ask myself is, if I'm questioning myself right now before I do it, I'm probably not eating this in freedom. Mm-hmm. And so I just need to set this to the side for right now until I can either come back or I figure out why is this bothering me that I would go get a third, like what's there for that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the nutrition aspect. If I can eat it and like, okay, this is, this is good nutrition for me. I feel mm-hmm. freedom in my mind. Cause I'm choosing that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times when I don't feel freedom in mind cause I'm not exercising. And so I have to mm-hmm. ask myself, why do I not, why do I not feel freedom and peace of mind in my right now? Because I'm not exercising. Is it because I'm holding on to a long held belief that I have to exercise 30 minutes every single day and do this? Mm-hmm. Or is it because I haven't exercised at all this week and I needed to get my butt up off the chair? Like for instance, working at home, I move so much less working at home than I do when I'm in the office. So, whoops. so trying to figure out for myself, what's the healthiest version of myself working from home. So that's for me where, what is healthy? That's what that looks like for me. Cause I think what's so important with what you're saying is trying to figure out when you're having like maybe possibly an emotional response or because shame I feel enters the picture when, and that's what I challenge myself with when, whenever I'm making a decision on plan, like you said, whether it be, I need to exercise 45 minutes for it to count. Who said that? Who said that that's what was needed for it to be healthy? Like if it was Mm -hmm. only 10 minutes that it doesn't count, where did that thought come from? Oh, well, I had a mini cupcake. Oh, that was bad. Mm -hmm. This food is bad. 
and I shouldn't have it. And so therefore I made a, I'm a bad person or I, I failed. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? I mean, if it fit within my points, am I allowed? Because we've, we've talked about how Weight Watchers has restructured the plan over time. It used to be, why did they make fruits, certain fruits, zero points versus the two point cupcake they used to have in the past. They wanted to push you towards things. I think you have to trust the plan mm-hmm. that you choose as well mm-hmm. and not feel guilty if you have something that fits into the plan that you chose. Mm-hmm. Give it a chance to see if it works. And I agree with you guys a lot. I think I would add that to what I, I also think is healthy, you know, between having freedom and not feeling shame in my choices. Like I've been doing something different since the year started. I've been getting up early again. It's been a while since I've done that. And I've been getting up early to work out um, because I've recognized that for me, if I say I'm going to work out after work, so many things happen through the day that make me tired emotionally and physically. So it's harder to make myself exercise at the end of the day. And starting my day with a workout, I just feel so much better. But I have to find freedom in waking up and and that choice. If I hit snooze, how am I going to feel the rest of the day versus deciding to wake up? I know that I felt it, the difference between both of those. And there is a freedom in making the choice to work out. And and a shame in choosing to sleep in and saying, man, I could have made this choice, you know, and, and how do I be kind to myself in a way, but at the same time say, I can't keep making excuses for, you know, I need to work out on a regular basis. I can't keep pressing snooze. Yeah. Holding yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. And if you were to say, okay, I missed that. Like, is there some morning right. you might wake up and say, you know what? I did hit snooze. <laughs> that doesn't mean that you couldn't do it in the evening. And if you did, mm-hmm. that didn't make you a failure. See, I think it's the right. words and the way that we process that matters. Like mm-hmm. what we label as failures or what's right is so different for everybody. And it could be different for you day by day or week by week. I mean, it might be that generally, you know, that it's great to hit five fruits and vegetables a day. But if you had three, are you a failure? Are you not healthy? Or is it just that today you got three and mm-hmm. you don't have to make up for it tomorrow? You can just kind of keep going. I think that's where I've gotten stuck before my perfectionism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they took away my check boxes for my fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Take on, I really hope they were going to bring those back. I was so excited. I was like, they're simplifying, but they're going to bring back my check boxes. They were like, no, <laughs> no. You will you will find a journal and and put a check mark in yourself because I'm not doing it. But fine, (laughs) fine. But I know that's all about simplicity, and I think that people I've seen who have had really good success on the plan or good success in life have that balance, and balance is healthy. And that is that sometimes you have the salad, and sometimes you have the cupcake, sometimes you have the carrot, sometimes you have the cupcake. You know, it doesn't matter overall. Sometimes you have the black bean brownies and then other times you have regular brownies. <laughs> I'm trying to make black bean brownies. We were, we were avoiding the black bean brownies. We were pretending that didn't happen. I was <laughs> trying to, you know, like the mean girls, happened. like stop making fetch happen. Stop making the black bean brownies. Happen. It's Listen, <laughs> how long ago, when I'm talking what year, maybe two years, we've talked about chickpeas. I've talked about chickpea brownies and I finally got you guys with the chickpea protein cookie dough a couple episodes back. So. I feel like she's always trying to trick us now. So if she ever brings over something, she's going to be like, hi, try this fudge. 
Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> be like, what's in it, Aaron? I don't avocados. <laughs> I put I, turnips. This is a turnip brownie. No. <laughs> I found a way to make turnips a thing. <laughs> no. I'm just trying to make the brownies healthy. <laughs> and let's talk about that. Why do we, why do I have such a reaction to the word healthy? I'm mm. I'm being honest. Like I don't know what it is about the word healthy that actually makes me feel like it's probably going to be nasty. I don't think <laughs> when someone says that a recipe is healthy, I'm like, probably won't like it. Mm-hmm. We just well, kind of feel like it. it's gonna be missing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fat, sugar, or salt. (laughs) So the frozen food section, and you think about all the foods in there. I don't even know if this is still, I think it's still a brand, but healthy choice. I don't really tend to get frozen foods as much as I used to in general because of the sodium content. But like, I look at the healthy choice meal and sure, the the picture on the box looks great. But I know (laughs) when I eat that thing up, it's not going to... It's not going to taste like, you know, whatever it's supposed to, a chicken Parmesan. It's not going to taste like a fettuccine Alfredo from a, like, there's probably something else in the frozen section that tastes better. Like, let's be honest. Here's what's interesting to me, though, is that we label healthy things negatively in our brain, but we label junk food, which are actually the negative things, as fun and good in our brain. That is all marketing. That's all it's, marketing. It's reinforcement too. I mean, right. you go to the doctor's office, you get a shot, the doctor hands you a lollipop, you know, like it, it's, re, it's reinforcement 100%. I'm a bit, you know, behavior specialist, but. <laughs> so we know Ricky got a lollipop the last time she went and got a shot. <laughs> they don't hand you broccoli. No, they don't. No. No. There's I mean, a broccoli it's motivating. <laughs> Here's your shot and some broccoli. Here, squeeze the broccoli. (laughs) Why do you get upset when somebody says they're going to give you apple slices if you ever, like for people who have done like trick-or-treating or or things, I I know that that was something they talked about. People give out candy and some houses give out like raisins and apples. And they're like, why would you do that to the children? (laughs) Why is that not like, good good for you for caring about their health? Mm Right. You know, you remember <laughs> when McDonald's made the change in the um, Happy Meals years ago? And they're like, we're going to start offering fruit slices, apple slices. And people are like, why? No. <laughs> You're going to have to pry my fries out of my hands. Yeah. <laughs> well, why is it that you even have to hide? Like when you talked about the chickpea cookie dough. The part that I picked up on was the cookie dough part, not the chickpea, but you're like, so you had to like chickpea cookie dough. Like, (laughs) what do you highlight? Like you said, we're trained that way, but there's Mm -hmm. a reason I don't want to try the black bean brownie because black beans sound healthy and brownies sound great. And why would you do something so mean to something so great? Well, Well, to be honest, you don't, you don't think black beans and think, well, gosh, that sounds great with sugar, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, black beans and chocolate don't exactly go together. So but I, I feel like that. there's somebody that I know who like, like, do you all know? I have, I have some people in my circle and I am jealous or just very confused by them who hear about a recipe like that and are excited. They like anything healthy and makes them feel great. And they're like, let's do it. And, and there's some people who are like, my question would be, what's the point difference? Like, is there a significant point difference? And for, for like talking about every Weight Watchers person is different. Like is, if, if it's a two, three point difference, I'm probably going to go for the regular thing versus like, 
you know, or maybe it's a smaller, maybe it's a quarter cup of, you know, the, the chickpea versus an eighth of a cup of ice cream. Maybe mm-hmm. someone is like, you know, I'm going to go for the eighth of a cup of ice cream and it might be one or two points more, but I, and, and is that a healthy choice mm-hmm. to say like, I'm going to choose the ice cream versus the chickpea, um, you know, cookie dough. I, I don't know. I, I think that could still be a healthy choice. So I agree with you. I think that could still be a healthy choice because to me, that can be, again, going back into food freedom mm-hmm. of for someone maybe who it, it would struggle, like for me, I would have struggled in the past with choosing the real item and feeling guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Now I can easily make that choice. And to me, they have the same same value, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, which do I want today? And I'm not going to beat myself up. That was years years of work for me to get to that place where I could feel like I could actually have the real ice cream versus halo top or Mm -hmm. enlightened or one of the other protein ice creams. Right. And then there are times I would choose a halo top because like, oh, this is actually what I want right now. What do you think helped you get there though? Because I think there's a lot of people who are still stuck in that. Like, sure. What do you think was the thing that it, that you learned over the years that helped you attain Um, that freedom? I, for me, it was it really was having to tell myself and walk myself through on my mind that this is still a good, this is an okay choice. This is not a bad food. And um, we can eat this food, like giving myself permission to do it. And then also just, if I've got the points and set aside the points for it, well, then I can do it. And then it becomes, do you want to? or not. I think there were times where I felt bound that I couldn't, even though all of the numbers looked right, everything like, yes, I have full permission to do it, but mentally I'd be like, no, I can't. I'm wrong. If I do this, I'm not a healthy person. I'm not doing all of these things. Like I'm, I started to demonize a food. And once I started removing that, that from the food and just saw it as this is an option versus this as an option, that started to change things. And my personal worth and value wasn't tied up in the choice. That was another, that was another big piece for me. Mm-hmm. I see you guys nodding your heads. What's, what is that resonating with? Well, what I had to change for what I did, because I, I, I am all for practical application because I know that some who are listening, you hear it and it sounds great, right? It sounds like, oh, I should just be able to do that. Right. But I always struggled with, but what was the process to get there? And for me, I actually said, I'm going to take a week when my when it's when my week resets on a saturday and this week i am going to do the plan as written and i'm going to factor in some real things that i have demonized as like can't haves i'm going to fit it into the plan and let's see if i lose weight or let's see if i feel and i did it i think that week i lost 3 pounds but it was really less about the the weight loss it was more this is what i mean you didn't feel deprived. This is what life is like. And I loved it. And mm-hmm. it showed me that, yes, for me, I can't have 25 of Baked by Melissa's little cupcakes like, and feel like I have done the plan because that doesn't actually fit into my points. Right. So for the plan that I've chosen, I might be able to have one or two of them, but they can be the real one. And it doesn't have to be some oatmeal-y black beanie version. <laughs> Um, it could just be one of the real things, or I could have a tall Starbucks drink, maybe not the grande or the venti, but I could have the tall of the real stuff. And I was satisfied. 
Mm-hmm. So I think putting that was my practical application to get me to stop making it about I can't have it. But the truthfulness of I might not be able to have as much of it as mm-hmm. I thought I could. Which that's, that's I was gonna say that's a whole different topic because we've talked about the deprivation and I want mm-hmm. it all. Like we've talked, we don't even have to go back into that because yeah. we've got how many episodes that have covered <laughs> that aspect. Because that's a whole different piece. So it's not that yeah. I can't, it's not that it's bad, it's how much that I have to watch. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think too, moving forward from moments where you have had, you know, overdone it. And like you you were saying, Aaron, like not weaponizing that towards yourself and saying, I'm I'm a terrible person. That's when the negative self-talk comes in. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you've got to be accountable for what you've done and, and tracking in, even if it's in the hundreds. I've had days like that where it's like, okay, I'm tracking it, but I'm moving forward. This does not define me. Mm-hmm. And because I think when we let it define ourselves, it's harder and harder to get back to that point where we can define and label ourselves as a healthy person because right. we've labeled ourselves as a bad person or unhealthy because right. of our choices. I'm screwed. I'm a failure. I've done mm-hmm. it again. I'm never going to get this thing right. Why can't I yep. do right? Like that, that's the kind of stuff for me that I talk about, like the merry-go-round, mm-hmm. literally pull the brake on that because you're the only one who can. And I realize where it started. Where did it start? Right. Mm-hmm. Because it could yes. be like Ricky said, she, you made the internal decision to exercise in the morning. So if you mm-hmm. didn't do it, didn't mean you're a failure. You, okay. Yes, you didn't meet that standard, but because you do it in the evening doesn't mean that you were a failure. Right. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> it wasn't the exact time of day that you said. It mm-hmm. just meant that you had to make an adjustment. I like you said that, oh, the words, it's so much that we yeah. say that we have to shut up and, you know, yes. turn off in our mind. Yeah. Yes. Stop beating yourself up, please. It is. <laughs> You're too wonderful of a person to keep doing that to yourself. Seriously. No. I need no. a shirt that says that. Stop yeah. beating yourself up and on the back. You're too wonderful of a person. And write it all out. That's right. Like, seriously, like, that's where you kind of get to a place. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but for me, like, I got to a place. I'm like, why do I keep doing this? Why am I having this kind of conversation with myself in my head? And why would I ever expect somebody to treat me well if I'm not even treating myself well, right? Why am I expecting to find success on this journey when I am putting obstacles up for myself, when I'm not even cheering my own self on in this journey? Because if I come over and say the same thing to you that you're saying to yourself, like, yeah, Aaron, you are a loser, loser (laughs) with all that you ate, fatty. And you'd be like, hold up. I'd be like, come a little closer and say that to me. (laughs) I'm just saying what you said. Loser, you know, but like we would not accept that from somebody else. No, no, never. And no, we can't accept that from ourselves either. So pull the brake on that merry-go-round and hop off and go get yourself another fabulous merry-go-round. Okay, not that's not the one for you. Uh, All right, well that does it for this week. (laughs) I didn't like how we end that. (laughs) This I just pulled the uh, handbrake on this episode. Uh, hey, we would love to uh, connect with you more outside of if no matter how you're finding us, whether it's um, through the podcast or maybe one of the, the videos, if you're watching us on YouTube, we also have a Facebook group. Um, you can find us anywhere. Just search Real WW Talk. It'll take you all of them. Of course, we also have links for everything inside of the show notes as well. Um, we wish you a great week. And hey, we'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think healthy means to you. So just drop them down in the comments because we're really, we're really intrigued. Remember, and then like, it's such a personal thing. It's not this universal thing either. So Ricky, you got to say that quote again, or what you just learned that, that there's not everybody is the same. What was it again? 
Well, you've so all- you've met one person on WW. Okay. You've met one person on WW. So That's- not everyone's the same. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.